Hey Bill, this is a response to your Saturday episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. I wanted to make a comment about Mario Kart World Tour for mobile. I completely agree with you. I think that the features in terms of multiplayer not being a thing is kind of strange, especially for a mobile game. And I don't know about you or anybody else listening to the show, but I had really different expectations for a Mario Kart mobile game. For some reason, I thought it would be cool if maybe Nintendo tried to go a little bit risky and maybe do like a Mario Kart management game, kind of like a Kairosoft game, if you've anybody heard of those. Um, just a game where you're maybe not necessarily racing, but maybe you have your own racetrack, or maybe you're helping the other characters like race by like switching out their tires. I don't know, something cool with like mini games that's easy and quick and casual. I don't know. What do you think? Thank you. On episode 344 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got some bad news for Mario Maker 2 fans. We've got a bunch of news about uh, Pokemon that's on its way, and we've got a cadence of Hyrule leak. Stick around. Here we go. Time for Nintendo Switchcraft. everybody we are back switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on tuesdays and thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by eddie get switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar by joining the patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp you can also leave a voicemail for the show by heading over on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Oh my goodness, that sound. You know what that sound would mean? It means something awesome, but today it means something, something not so awesome. We've got uh, a report from Nintendo World Report. War, ah, <clears throat> Nintendo World Report. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. Uh, they were talking uh, to uh, somebody from Treehouse. Uh, Treehouse, if you don't know, is like Nintendo's almost like their public relations stuff. Uh, a lot of times, like at E3, we will see um, a bunch of Nintendo stuff, and then uh, like Nintendo will do a direct, and then they'll they'll leave it to Treehouse to show off all of that stuff. Well. Um, Neil Ronahan from Nintendo World Report was at a, uh, basically an unveiling of Super Mario Maker 2, or I guess Mario Maker 2, is it Super? Yeah, yeah, Super Mario Maker 2, and he asked about the question that I guess we've all been asking since, um, since Mario Maker 2 was announced was, are we going to be able to get to play online with our friends? And the reason that people were asking us is because there was a screenshot. Well, not really. There, there was a part of the Nintendo Direct focused on Mario Maker 2 that was showing us that you could create a room locally, but that option wasn't available online. And so Neil, being awesome, asked the right question, and he got an answer, which is quite surprising, but... Oh man, this is not the, it's not the answer that you wanted. 
Uh, you are only going to be able to play online with up to three other people, so yourself and three other people, either in co-op mode or against each other in a race. You'll only be able to do that against random people, not against your friends. So you will not be able to do that against your friends. This comes directly from Nintendo Treehouse uh, all day long. People have been tweeting about this. You know, a lot of people were doubting what Neil was saying. Like, they were like, well, what's your source? And he's like, well, you know, it's somebody from, uh, like, a Nintendo representative told me this. It's not like he wants it to be true. It's not like uh, he is just trolling us. He's, you know, he's he's just telling us what he found out. And all day long, people have been uh, doubting it. Game Explain reached out to Nintendo and Nintendo also confirmed it with Game Explain that uh, you would not be able to play Mario Maker co-op or competitive uh, online on the Nintendo Switch against your friends. You would only be able to play against random people. And I, I certainly have thoughts about this. I have thoughts about this because it's it's like Nintendo wants us to be upset with them about something. There's always something that they're doing, which is not in their best interest. When asked why, because of course, Neil followed up the question, well, how come this is their reasoning? And this is uh, directly from the Nintendo world report uh, website. Their reasoning is that with global leaderboards, the matchmaking for competitive play would be compromised. If you could play with friends, That limitation also extends to co-op play as well, despite they're not being leaderboard driven. Okay, well, let let, let me get my head around this. So Nintendo is saying that because there are global leaderboards with the co-op play, then, or the competitive play, then those leaderboards are the reason why we can't play with friends. There's a very easy solution for this, Nintendo, and it's not to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The very, very easy solution here is to just make it so that if you're playing with friends, then it doesn't work on the leaderboards. Like, your score doesn't count, or whatever. Your time doesn't count. Like, that... You shouldn't stop us from playing with our friends just because somebody could exploit it to get a higher score... Just make it so that when we're playing with friends, that that doesn't count. At least that's how I look at it. You could also be playing like me and one other person, like me and a friend are playing together, and it brings in two extra people who are random people. Like, don't do that either. Unless I, like, just give us the the damn option to be able to play with friends. I kind of went through, like, the whole series of emotions today. Uh, you know, like at first I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And then, you know, somebody in discord was like, well, did you enjoy Mario maker one? And I was like, yeah, I did. And I can still play it if I wanted to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of really fun stuff to play in Mario maker two. I was really, really looking forward to being able to play online with my friends, with the people from my community, the people who listen to this podcast, I was planning on doing like a a day, uh, 
not not just one day, but I, like I was planning on doing streams on my Twitch channel uh, where people could come and we could uh, race together. And that would be super fun. And now we can't do that because I can only play with random people. Am I still going to get Mario Maker 2? I think so, probably. Uh, all of the other stuff about Mario Maker 2 makes it look absolutely fantastic. And I, I know that there's people out there who are like, I'm going to boycott it. And let's do let's do a mail, uh, you know, um, um, let's mail bomb uh, Nintendo so that they get a bunch of letters of us complaining. None of that's going to do anything. The only thing that would convince Nintendo that what they're doing is asinine would be as if the, the game just didn't sell well. And there's zero chance that Mario Maker 2 isn't going to sell well. The first game got wonderful reviews. It was just like one of the best reviewed games on the on the Wii U. It's a fantastic game. And there's going to be a lot of people who missed out on it the first time who are going to be picking it up without a doubt. There's going to be a lot of people like myself who played the first one extensively and are looking forward to playing more of it. But you know, it, that this game is going to sell extremely well, no matter what. And Nintendo knows it. Their reasoning is just so very flawed. And I don't understand why they have this insistence to bury their head in the sand and pretend that the rest of the world doesn't exist and that they're the first ones dealing with online play. There are a million examples out there of how you can have online leaderboards and still play games with your friends. There's a million examples of it. And Nintendo is choosing, instead of looking at all of those examples, to just say, no, it's better if we just can't play with our friends. It's just mind-boggling to me that they would think that that's the best solution. You know, I, I've said a few times, oh, is this the new Nintendo you know, where, where they've done various things. Like, for instance, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is an achievement in video gaming. It is my favorite game of all time. It is a, a wonderful gameplay experience. It's a beautiful game visually. And it's Nintendo's first truly 3D open world game. And they just, they, they stepped up to the plate and they knocked the ball out of their par out of the park. And when when the people who worked on that game were asked, you know, I actually I think that I think that it was when there there was a game that had just come out. I can't remember what the game was. And people there were a lot of people making comparisons to um Breath of the Wild. And somebody asked one of the developers who worked on Breath of the Wild, how do you feel about game X? you know, taking things from Breath of the Wild. And their response was something along the lines of, well, if you look at what we've done, we kind of took things from Dark Souls. And you never would have heard Nintendo talk about some other video game as an inspiration for theirs. Nintendo always seems to pretend 
that they are they alone are the video game industry and you know if you ask them about microsoft or sony they would say oh who is that i mean i'm of course i'm being uh, a little sarcastic and facetious for for effect but you get the picture nintendo always kind of pretends that they alone are the video gaming industry and that they're the ones who are figuring this stuff out for the first time. But there are clear examples of this being figured out a million times before. And it's the same thing with just Nintendo's online service altogether. Yes, it's cheaper. But at the same time, it could be improved in so many ways if Nintendo would just take what other people have done and run with it. And I feel like Nintendo is running the opposite direction. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out why. I just can't. Well, anyway, let's let's take a second and we will thank our sponsors. And then when we get back, we will talk about the cadence of Hyrule. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Pitfall, a jungle adventure game designed by David Crane from Activision. I saw this uh, earlier on today, and I was very interested in it, but I wasn't sure uh, how accurate it was. And the reason why I wasn't sure how accurate it was was because of the, um, uh, because of just the the screenshot that I saw in general. I was like, well. Anybody could make this, but now it's being reported all over the place by places like IGN and that kind of stuff. And so let, let's talk about this. Um, where's the button that I'm looking for? Here we go. Uh, we've got this script that is, uh, it looks like it's taken from an uh, a website. And they're talking about Cadence of Hyrule. And then it has this one spot highlighted. It says release date, May 30th, 2019. All right, that game is like right now online. It says that it's going to be launching in spring, and May thirtieth, twenty nineteen would would sync up. Um, the thing that confuses me is today is today's the twenty eighth, and we like I would have thought that they would have uh, mentioned the actual release date by now. Um, but this might be one of those times where they come out and they say, Hey everybody, it's available now. And that's the kind of thing that they usually do, uh, like with a Nintendo direct, but we don't have a Nintendo direct planned for the next two days. At least I don't think so. I don't think that Nintendo is going to, 
uh, tag along at the end of the Pokemon press conference that is happening uh, later today, which I'll talk about in 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 short order. But um, I'm I'm excited. Cadence of Hyrule just looks so fun. If you don't know what this is, there's this really cool indie indie game. I have it on uh, Steam. It's this very very cool indie game called uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which is a, a top down roguelike game where you have to move and attack to the beat of the music uh, as you go through this dungeon, this procedurally generated dungeon. It's really, really cool and really, really fun. And at a Nintendo Direct in the past, uh, I think like two or three Nintendo Directs ago, they showed off that Crypt of the Necrodancer was coming to the Nintendo Switch and that it was getting a sequel and it was called the Cadence of Hyrule, which is basically updated graphics. It looks like Super Nintendo stuff, and it features characters from Zelda, which is very, very exciting. Uh, this is going to be a day one purchase for me. I honestly, I'm still neck deep in uh, in Final Fantasy XII, um, Zodiac, Zodi- the Zodiac Age. So I really wish this wasn't coming out right now because I don't want to get distracted from that as I always do i get distracted from stuff but uh hopefully you know uh, we'll see we'll see soon whether or not this uh this quote-unquote leak is true uh it seems to make sense to me though um i i'm excited i'm very very excited for that game because it just has so much charm and the gameplay of the first one was pretty damn fantastic you know what i mean Oh my goodness, Pokemon has a press conference coming out today at 9 p.m., uh, which I will watch. I'm not going to be streaming uh, the press conference because I am sick and I don't want to talk. And uh, just doing the, I almost didn't even record the podcast today because talking is very, uh, quite painful for my throat. Uh, so um, I won't be streaming this on my um, Twitch channel, but I will talk about it on the next episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, if you listen to this before uh, the press conference, then it's going to be 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on May 28th. That's today. And they're going to have a bunch of information about Pokemon. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that it has to do with Ooh, well, you know what? Let's look at the let's look at the um the tweet here. The tweet here. This is a very telling picture. All right, we've got a Master Ball and a regular Pokéball, and then there's a map of the United or, or, or of the world. You know, you can see Alaska up there, the Pacific Ocean, uh there's uh, uh um Australia and such. And the thing that jumps out at me is what if this is about Pokemon Go and not Pokemon Sword and Shield? That's something I had not considered until I was just looking at it now. Well, let's say it is about Pokemon Go. And maybe you don't play Pokemon Go anymore. That's fine. Uh, you might be disappointed. You might be like, well, but I want, I want to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield. No worries. We've got you covered. Next week, uh, let's see, The when is this? This would be next Wednesday. We've got a Pokemon Direct. Uh, it, it is at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, my God. Come on, people. 
I won't be able to stream that one either because I'll be at work. But it's at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct. This is tweeted out by Nintendo of America. And uh, it's going to be live streamed so you can you can watch. And uh, I will have to watch it after work. And, um, you know, we'll see what they talk about. But the, the reason why I'm, why I'm excited about, about this is because they're 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 emptying their big guns before e3 like they've got an e3 uh let me look up when it is again i think it's the 12th uh go to e3.nintendo.com no the 11th on june 11th at 9 a.m uh 12 p.m eastern uh we've got the nintendo direct for e3 and they are unloading the pokemon gun go the pokemon game uh the Pokemon, they're unloading the Pokemon gun. Yeah, okay, I did say that right. They're unloading the Pokemon gun early, which means that that's information that they could have put into this Nintendo Direct, and they decided to let that information out early so that it doesn't cloud out everything else. I think that we saw Nintendo do this either last year or the year before. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, this is all from memory. But I feel like Nintendo knows that whatever the Pokemon stuff that they're going to be showing off is going to be big news. And they don't want it to overshadow any of the news that they're talking about in their June 11th Direct. So whatever they're talking about at June 11th must be pretty awesome because they don't want that to overshadow the Pokemon news. So they're separating those things. And I got to say, they must have a lot to talk about on June 11th, if they're going to take that Pokemon stuff and talk about it ahead of time. I'm, I think it's a pretty exciting thing. I'm curious of the things that we talked about today. Um, the Nintendo world report reporting that, um, that you can't play with friends in Mario maker Two, uh, the cadence of Hyrule possible leak and the Pokemon direct, uh, getting, getting all that Pokemon stuff pulled out of the Nintendo direct for June 11th. I'm curious as to what of those things are you most excited, surprised, whatever about. Uh, there's lots of ways that you can let me know. I'm not doing feedback for today's episode just because I want to wrap up the show. Um, but if you want to let me know, it's super easy. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft and let me know your thoughts on today's stories. You can also call in and leave a voicemail and I will play it on the show. Well, I may play it on the show. Just gonna head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail. If you want to become a part of the community, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord and watch the show live with awesome people who like stuff just like you over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. If you want to support the show, that's super easy to do. Runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's ways that you can support the show at absolutely zero cost to you and ways that you can support the show monetarily. Uh, I really appreciate everyone who either subscribes on Twitch, uses my Amazon affiliate link, buys stuff from my wife's Etsy shop, uh, subscribes on Twitch. I think I already said that. Uh, becomes a member of the Patreon or a member over on YouTube. There's a million ways that you can support the show. Some of them are free. Some of them are not. But I appreciate everyone who does. If you want to check out other shows that I have, uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. And let's go ahead and let Noteblock play us out with the Corneria Star Fox remix, which is an awesome song. 
They absolutely nailed it. I will see you guys all next time. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye.